Welcome to the Solo Venture Podcast, wherever you're listening to or watching this. If you could do us a huge favor and hit that subscribe or follow button, we'll work tirelessly to make the show better and expand production as we want to share the best info and best experiences to inspire your journey to solopreneurship. That is the only favor we'll ever ask of you. Thanks for your time. Now back to the show. I noticed that when I was overseas in like Vietnam, Bali and Southeast Asia, and I was 13 hours difference from Eastern time, my day was a little bit more stress-free because I was, you know, I get all my notifications in a batch because they would come in while I'm sleeping and I would get them first yeah, thing in the morning, right? Really good point. And I noticed since I've been back um, on Eastern time that it's nice to be for meeting for meetings. It's great because I'm not doing this, you know, middle of the night crap. But I've noticed that my anxiety has been really high, and a lot of it's because of the workload, like we were saying. But I think there's something also like mentally we get those notifications and I know you're much better than I am at this where like you try to keep stuff off your phone and everything. But I noticed today when I, I just went for a walk around the neighborhood before we jumped on, I'm like, man, why am I so stressed? I'm doing the same amount of work or actually less than I was before. And I honestly think it's because I'll get an email for somebody asking me for something and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I have to do this now. And I'm starting to think that, you know, maybe I need to batch these like, Hey, I'm going to bookmark this or like put a star on it, you name it, whatever, and save it for later. Because I, my entire days now are like, not terrible, but I'm like, I noticed like, because I've tried to be as reflective as I can. I'm like, man, I'm really stressed and I'm not doing so. I don't know, but you've probably been doing this for a while, right? Didn't you remove the notifications from your phone and all that? I've just removed the apps. So <laughs> the client's probably watching this now and be like, that's why we can't get hold of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's smart. I removed the app, so the only thing I've got on there that a couple of clients, well, one client can access me via WhatsApp, but um, there's more of a relationship there, like we're mates, um, and sure. it's absolutely fine. Um, but yeah, I don't have Slack on the phone because I one, I don't want to look at my phone that much if I can avoid it, um, yeah. and two, I can just check on the computer, and it means I do batch it. But also, like, even if it's work. <clears throat> I think we've been wired to like want the notifications. Like even yeah. if it's work, I think you probably still get like a little dopamine hit. That's the yeah, case. True. Um, definitely. To be honest, like I've done it several times, and I think a lot of people do this: is that they'll like come off Instagram or something for a while. This is social now. Um, but I've done it in the past, but I've always gone back to it quite quickly. This year, I've done it and I've taken it off, and I've really rarely checked it on the desktop now um, mm. which is a nice feeling um yeah and it, even to the point where like it's it's maybe not the best in in all ways because i've missed out on like maybe some live events with, with some friends and they said you know they've like sure. referenced oh yeah my post and i was like oh fuck i haven't seen it um oh yeah but it honestly like not getting anything come not having anything on my phone coming up random points amazing because when you see it it's lodged in your mind even if you're not going to look you know you're not going to handle it straight away it's then another piece of you know, information that your brain's trying to store somewhere that i'm like cool if i don't actually look at it or it doesn't come through i'll never have to store it um but it comes back to like tim ferris four hour work week like one of the things he said like one the batching side of things but you know reducing the amount of stuff that's coming through as well. Yeah. No, I, I like what you just said about uh, 
resting in the back of your mind, like always kicking around in your mind, because my brain does that. It's worse than most people's, as you've seen over the last six months with all the things I need to do right away. So if I get an email for something, that's a super simple task that I just remembered, actually, I have to do something after this. Uh, but you're <laughs> right. Like you, you could be like, oh, I'll put this off till later. But in my mind, I'm still like thinking about it. And uh, I also noticed that if I reply to things right away, um, then they get used to that. Like when I say they, I mean, you know, freelance clients, agency, coworkers. And then if I start like start dialing back a little bit, um, you know, so you don't want to get people in that cadence of like, Hey, he's going to respond right away. I mean, not that you can't be helpful and be professional, but if you get everybody trained that they're going to get an instant response or instant answer, and then you, you have a period of time where you're focused work or you can't get to it. You don't want them thinking that, you know, that you're not doing because that's human nature. They get like programmed for each person. So that's another thing too. Cause now if I wanted to do focused work for four hours, I have to put my, my Slack notification or I have to put do not disturb on all my stuff. Otherwise people are going to be like, are you okay? You know, we haven't heard from you. So that's another byproduct of responding right away is just people get used to it. So, which is not a good thing. For sure. You also mentioned like when you're overseas, it was way easier. And I've been thinking about that recently. Like, I sometimes I enjoy the work I do for my overseas clients in the US more because the comms window is much shorter. So it's snappier to the point. It's very organized. And also it means I get into those deep work periods. But when I have clients that are in the same time zone and there's different pressures, they can pull you out of that. Um, plus calls. And I think everyone knows this, like trying to reduce calls as much as possible, especially when they're not really needed. Um, I think more and more people are aware of that now. So it's getting a little easier, especially remote agencies. I think it's a hard balance to strike because you're trying to build a team. Like you do want some kind of maybe calls that aren't absolutely necessary for the work that needs to get done, but they may be necessary for the um collaboration and actually meeting the people that you work with because you're not in an office and you don't get that feeling um but yeah going back to the original point i think i'm definitely looking forward like being tactical about clients thinking okay cool well if that's my client like and they're low on calls they're quite maybe organized asynchronously it means i can get into deep work get everything done comms in the kind of late afternoon or early morning just to kind of touch base and then that's a nice little work schedule i think yeah for sure and i i actually never had any problems with uh as a as a freelancer with any of my clients giving me a hard time if uh if i couldn't you know if i told them like hey i'm in vietnam they were all really cool about it so you know it, it was all in my head of course as it always is you know like you think like oh i gotta be here for this i have to reply to this email and if you tell them where you're at or however arrangements you want to make, even if you're on their time, hell, I, I'm in Eastern time for a couple more months. I may tell everybody that I'm going to Vietnam tomorrow. That way they won't <laughs> That actually, that may save yeah, that's that's great solve my problem. That's I do that might solve my problem. And then yeah, they're like, so, oh yeah, Lee's on at three in the morning. Like it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. This guy, this guy works all the time. You know, he's, he's, so on, good. he's go, that's amazing, he's going to the yeah. bars at two in the at two in the morning. He's at happy hour. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where are you right now? Actually? Oh, uh, I'm in Detroit. So I, but we're going to Florida next, um, uh, in two weeks. And then we're going to continue with the plan to Mexico. So we're just going to stop by Florida for a little bit, uh, which is nice by Orlando, you know, where Disney world is, even though I'm not, a, I'm not a Disney person. I'm a little too old for it, even though there are people that are old that love, 
Disney, which is a little weird, but okay. It's it's a beautiful place, obviously, but it's like it's expensive and it's you know it's a theme park. So if, if you got little kids, it's it's awesome. If you're an adult, you know, I don't know. There's like one bar in the whole Magic Kingdom. Uh, so when I went as an adult, I uh, was like, I just need a beer, and uh, they're like, There's no beer here, sir. And I was like, There's ice cream everywhere. It's like, Where's a beer? So I went to this. There's a little bar in there in in Magic Kingdom that they're like, It's a two beer maximum. And this was back when I was like drinking four or five beers just to get a buzz. And I was like, you're fucking kidding me. So I, I took some people that were with me and I made them go in and buy more beer. That's how bad it was. You know, so I'm not going to stand in these lines without being drunk. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's funny. I just remember that now. But yeah. So anyway, we'll be down in Orlando <laughs> for a little bit and then um, headed over to Mexico. S- same plan. So that'll be, that'll be good. You know, we'll get some good people on the show uh, when I'm in Mexico because I'll be uh, in the community down there and We've got some, some big plans for that. So anyway, it'll be a good time. Yeah, it's a good time, actually, just to mention we've got – we have four guests coming up. So no. um, copywriters, people running their own social media, um, agencies, wellness, health and wellness. Um, yeah, we've got some really interesting guests coming up. Um, and a couple of people that we've met or I've met personally – um, but also people we've not met, so people on on uh, via Twitter, LinkedIn. Like it's really really exciting to see things coming together. So those episodes will be out in the next couple of months. Right, and and we have Francis coming on too, which I know we mention all the time, but for good reason. He's the reason that you and I are doing this, or the reason that we met so we could build this. And uh, he's also got a new program starting. So and we're we're involved in that um, because you know we never stop learning. So you know just because we made it to a certain point doesn't mean that we don't have things we need to work on. I do have a lot of things I need to work on. So that'll be exciting to get him on. We'll talk about his original program and then what we're doing with him now. So uh, so it's nice to, to circle back with him as, after a couple of years. So we've only been, we've each only been doing this for a couple of years now and we've, we've done pretty well at it and a lot of it's uh, due to him. So that'll be fun to get him on. But The one and only. Yeah, the one and only Francis. Yeah, he's uh, he better be watching these because we fucking mentioned his name every time <laughs> yeah that's going to be a short francis <laughs> is he giving us an affiliate link yet i don't recall that we actually need to get back with him we should probably need to touch base with him um now that things are slowing down and i hate to say it but it'll probably be over my weekend but that's all right like man whatever labor day whatever that is what have you got planned for it i don't know i'm trying not to drink so i if in case anybody uh can who's been watching from the beginning can see my face. There's about 10, 20 extra pounds on here. Um, I won't, I won't show you my measurements right now, but uh, so I'm trying to not, not pig out, but it's hard. I know we mentioned this before about coming back to your home country. And for some people, it's the exact opposite. Like I go somewhere else in the world. I don't drink as much uh, cause I'm not as tempted. I try to eat better. Uh, it, it, so when I come home, it's like, everybody's hitting me up to go drinking and then all the food and the, and the pastries and all the things that we have. Cause we have a lot of shitty food here. I'll just be honest. We, we do in the U S like we have fast food on every corner and, uh, and look at it's a discipline problem. It's not that I don't know. I just, you know, McDonald's is fucking great. So. <laughs> it's a shit. But. Is that the, is that the one of choice or cause you've got stuff that like in and out you've got Wendy's. Yeah, we are lucky and you probably have this, you know, uh, in your area too, where like we are lucky in the sense that we have all those fast food places like Chipotle and all that stuff. But but it is nice to be. And I didn't realize this till later in life. 
I can say right now, if I wanted like Indian food or Mexican food or you know Brazilian steak, uh, just name a country, Vietnamese food, there is whatever I name right now, I can look on a map and it will be within a couple of miles, uh, like, you know, like three kilometers from where I'm at, which is rare. Then I, I've met some people from like South Africa when I was in Florida and they're like, oh yeah, do we there's, we didn't have Mexican food in our town. And I was like, what do you mean you didn't have Mexican food? Cause we forget in the U S and I'm sure it's the same way where you're at now. Like we have a lot of options. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a lot of options, but yeah, it's just a, it's, it's not healthy and it's, it's a self-control thing like everything else, you know, <laughs> it's just a, it's just a, it's, it's old habits, you know man. It's old habits. You yeah. come home and you're like, oh yeah, okay. This is what I used to do. So it's hard to break yeah. out of it. Um, yeah. And then you get, you get lazy and it, you know, if you, if you ruin one, like if I go pig out at lunch today, then my dinner is going to be like, well, fuck it. I already picked out at lunch, you know, instead of like yeah. breaking yourself, instead of doing what I should do and be like, Hey, I had one bad meal. I'm not going to ruin the rest of the weekend, but it's like, well, I had pizza and beer, so I might as well have, you know, a cheesesteak sandwich the following day. And you know what I mean? It's just like, it's kind of compounds and it's just, it's human nature. We all do it. It's stupid, but you know, whatever bad habits that cheese steak sandwich does sound good though <laughs> yeah really, well it is lunchtime here too and i haven't eaten yet i'm fasting i'm <laughs> drinking drinking co- drinking my anxiety coffee here so yeah <laughs> anyway 